Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So about Michael Jordan, how you gonna hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Hello, welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. Yes, sir. Back at it again. Well, same thing as last time. If you guys listened to the last podcast episode, Christopher Muhammad is trying to treat his special girlfriend to a great birthday. So uh, he's going to be out. So basically going to try to not... Have him edit this episode on the weekend. So, sadly, we couldn't do it together. So, I'm going to have to do it myself. So, yeah. Happy birthday to Chris's girlfriend. Again, you know, the very vital, important part to the team. Because Chris definitely enjoy. I don't even want to get in that. This is not, that's not appropriate for the podcast. But, yeah, great news for them. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to basically be hitting 50 through 26 today. It's going to be glorious. Uh, This is the top 50. This is where things get interesting. This is where the real big players in the game of basketball get to be talked about. And we all love to talk about basketball because you guys are basketball addicts just like me. So, yeah, starting off with number 50. Chris's least favorite player in the NBA. The most controversial player maybe in the NBA. Definitely tons of trade rumors. Uh, man, when your own coach says you can't win an NBA championship with you playing point guard, and Mario Chambers has won an NBA championship playing point guard, that's not good. Uh, <laughs> we got Ben Simmons here. Not with the po- us on the podcast, though, but he's on the list at 50. Okay, so all-star here. If math serves me right, then uh, All-Star should be a top 24 player in the NBA. Why, Jason, is Ben Simmons not in this list? Where he All-Star level? Well, he's flawed. Very flawed. Uh, His free throw shooting as a point guard is ridiculous. I never have seen anybody choke as bad as he did this last year, and it was really sad. Uh, 14 points per game, 17. 7.2 7.2 rebounds, 6.9 assists. This guy's extremely efficient, adds to the value of others. Six foot, she's what, 10? He's ridiculously tall, lanky, phenomenal threat. I think when we did one of our last podcasts and I chose my defensive player of the year, I think I chose him um, because Anthony Davis didn't play enough games for me. But yeah, this guy is special on the defensive end and a special passer and a special 
player because he does have that possible Giannis dynamic where he can just play up tempo. If you give me shooters, I can be extremely efficient. Like we all know on a bad team built around Ben Simmons, he could average 23, nine and nine. Like that's very simple. Uh, that's why he's deserving of where he's at. But uh, it's 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 a real conundrum of can you win with your point guard shooting so poorly in the free throw line, and can you repair what it seems to be damaged goods mentally? Like, what is his mental state? Like, that's a real question. We have to really question what he is mentally, where he's going mentally, like. It's just a real interesting thing with Ben Simmons. So, yeah, Ben Simmons really has a lot of work to do. Hopefully he proves us all wrong and becomes a player we all think he could be. Uh, Yeah, he's really seems like a guy that just has a lot of time to spend working on himself mentally and physically and confidence-wise. His confidence is like... A real problem because you have to wonder what is he think he is? Like what does he believe that he's gonna be and what does he believe that he is going? So yeah, we got Ben Simmons here at uh number fifty. So yeah, chilling an all star, really impressive player. Ish. <laughs> It's 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 so tough. He has real negatives to his game that brings down what his true value is. But he's a special player. So number 49, we have a guy who's really bumped up statistically in a way I don't think anybody really expected. Uh, Terry Rozier had a great year last year. 20 points per game, four assists. Seems like he really found... Like, really showed the ability that we didn't see coming of shot creation from a decently high level and to be able to play off ball with LaMelo. What I mean by that is LaMelo Ball doesn't, isn't the kind of player that needs a pure point guard. And Terry Rozier has never been a pure point guard. And he's more of like a scorer, kind of like Colin Sexton. And he's found a beautiful fit here in Charlotte. Uh, so he shoots very efficiently. He's a very solid 40% from three-point line, 81% from the free-throw line. Like it's, it's really impressive. He has really good shot creation ability, and I, I'm very happy to see what him what he's been doing, and I wouldn't be surprised if the numbers, he, if he keeps on putting up these numbers, are really going to be able to get him paid once the Charlotte contract ends. So, yeah. Congratulations to Terry Rozier for having a great season. So then we're kicking it to 48, a man who literally just got paid like yesterday. It was 160 something million, 104. I don't know. No, it was like 260 million, 209 million. Michael Porter Jr. just got the bag, uh, which is no surprise to me because Michael Porter Jr. is special. Uh, We've talked about him multiple times on our podcast that we think the Denver Nuggets should give him more of a reign of the offense and carve out more of a role because his 
God-given abilities are ridiculous. Like, he's 6'10", shot ridiculous 44% from the three-point line. Like, that doesn't even seem human. Uh, 80% from the free-throw line, 7.3 rebounds. But we all know what it is. His his upside is ridiculous. The guy is literally going to be 23 next year. He is so special because he has a dominating force in his game, which is I'm so tall that I can get any shot that I want ever. And all he has to do is be good at making those shots, and he can become a star. He can become a legitimate star. That's his upside. So next year, we fully expect him to be the third man of a really, really amazing playoff team. And while before Jamal Murray gets back, I wouldn't be surprised if he pushes All-Star game. Uh, statistically, it depends on how long Jamal Murray's out for. But yeah, this guy's ridiculous. Uh, ridiculously efficient. Love the way he plays. Love where he's going as a player. And I can't wait to see what he grows into. It's It's a real young bright star in the NBA. All right, we're going to take it to number 47. Mr. 47 is Tobias Harris. Really having a little bit of a a renaissance year efficiency-wise. Like he's he has efficiency numbers like 54%, 55%, 55.6%, sorry. And 19.5 points. rebounds, a solid 3.5 assists. Like, this guy is a mid-range machine. Shot 40% from the three-point line, which is ridiculous, but he's a mid-range machine. He is an ISO guy. Once I get my spot and I pull up, it's it's hard to stop, right? He's got really good footwork, and he has a special niche that's extremely efficient, and he becomes even more valuable in the playoffs. Because hot shots are harder to come by, defense reads their cues or reads into plays better, and he's a good third wheel. So, yeah, Tobias Harris is very deserving of this ranking here. And, uh, yeah, he's chilling at 47. So then we got Mr. 46, a former rookie of the year. Talk about something most people would not know if you brought up his name. Malcolm Brogdon. This guy had a really good season, 21.2 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists, shot 38.8% of the 3-point, which is ridiculous. And it just does what Malcolm Brogdon does. Malcolm Brogdon is a taller point guard, 6'5", and all he does is play phenomenal defense, play really great off-ball, have good pick-and-roll abilities, make good decisions, be an extremely positive influence on the NBA basketball floor. He is the kind of guy that would fit beautifully for Greg Popovich. He is just one of those guys that on a winning team is really great. Um, Yeah, so I love the way he plays. He honestly, the thing with Kyle Lowry is I, I don't really think him and Kyle Lowry are that different in quality of player. And uh, just Kyle Lowry has a ring and was the second cog on a very good winning team for a while. So he gets more love than a guy like Malcolm. But yeah, Malcolm's very deserving of where he's at here. So yeah, we're going to kick it to number 45, his teammate, Karis Levert. Now, Karis Levert 
is somebody who has real upside in the NBA. Uh, a really good two guard from Michigan, six foot six. He was averaging twenty points per game, five assists, four rebounds, thirty-two percent from the three-point line. He's very athletic and flashes future borderline all-star potential. Like he is very good at getting his two spots. I'm not as like extremely high as him to think that one day he can become a star. Like some people think he can be, but I think he can become a borderline all-star, a Chris Middleton-ish level player. So yeah, Karis Levert is pretty solid. Uh, love to see the way he's growing, and he's chilling here at 46. I mean, my bad, 45. And then we have at 44 an NBA champion. A key cog on a winning team. Uh, the Probably the greatest uh, guard defender in the league. It's Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday has been a fan favorite from us for a long time. Averaging 17 points per game, 4.5 rebounds, 6.1 assists, 40% from the three-point line, shooting 78 from the free throw line. Like This guy has great, pretty solid, not, not I want to say great, but pretty solid shot creation abilities, which really allow him to have a solid game and be able to create off the dribble. And it's very important that Giannis is surrounded by players that can do those things. So, yeah. So, then we have him being an NBA champion, having really clutch moments in the NBA Finals, and it's something nobody's ever going to be able to take away from him, and he's the deserve of where he's put here. So, yeah, we have Drew Holiday, 44. Now, then we have a number 43, Somebody we're pretty high on. Not going to lie. We're pretty high on this guy. Uh, This guy's name is one of the Ball Ball Brothers. The Alder Ball. That sounded weird. (laughs) Wow. That was not on purpose. (laughs) Okay. Let's rein it back in. Lonzo Ball. 14.6 14.6 points per game, 4.8 rebounds, 5.7 assists, uh, 37% from the three-point line, 41% from the field goal percentage. Basically, there's a couple things that are extremely wrong about the way he's looked at. This guy is... 5.7 assists doesn't even come close to, to telling the story of how otherworldly of a passer he is. So the Pelicans were trying to give Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram the ball more in decision-making situations. So he wasn't used as much in his gifts. Uh, his three-point percentage is absolutely ridiculous with the way he was coming out of college. So you know that guy works. He pushes pace, attacks the rim, plays off the ball. And in, sh- in Chicago, he is going to be one of the more important pieces to make that team go. He's a ridiculous defender. Um, he's one of those guys that's impact on the game is more than his stats. And yeah, so Lonzo Ball's deserving of this. I wouldn't be surprised if his assist numbers really rise 
and uh, scores around the same amount of points because he has so many. He's he's on a super team of scoring, so this, it's not like he's gonna take on more of a scoring load here. Uh, so yeah, great defender too. So well rounded. So yeah, that's who we have here at forty three, and then. I mean, this guy is really special. We're really starting to get into the weeds of some really special NBA basketball players here. Uh, 42, we have Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Who didn't play much of last season. Taller point guard. Has a really good game. I love the way he plays. Um, I just, I really think that... The way he plays is going to be really solid for the way the Thunder want to play. Great passer, shot great from the three-point line. I mean, before he got hurt, he was averaging 23, 4, and 6. Special. And his stats match the eye test. He's not he's not an empty stat guy. So 41% from the three-point line, which is ridiculous. So, yeah, this guy is special. He's growing into a, a really great player. He's only going to be 23 next year. So, yeah, um, hopefully they keep on giving him the reins as a player, as the point guard. Love to see the way he's growing and love to see Shea Gilders Alexander grow into whatever he becomes next year. And, uh, yeah, so then we're going to kick it to number 41, one of the more exciting Players in the NBA, at least for me, this guy is so much fun to watch. Lamella Ball. Uh, this guy has superstar written everywhere on his body. I, that's not insider information. I have no clue what his tattoos are. But this guy completely changed the culture of the Charlotte Hornets, the energy of the Charlotte Hornets, the pace of play of the Charlotte Hornets. The whole, do you watch the Charlotte Hornets? Because nobody was really watching them before LaMelo Ball got there. Let's let's all, let's all be honest here. You know, Michael Jordan was viewed as like a terrible GM before LaMelo Ball came and rescued that team. So, he is averaging 15.7 points per game, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 35% with the three-point line, but he also didn't start the whole season. So that makes that even more impressive. He is a uh, beautiful, like Lonzo, his brother, beautiful job at making others better. He gives them shot attempts from situations where they're not really used to in the past, and that's really special. He makes Miles Bridges really valuable in that team, and I love the way he's growing and the way he plays, and... It's going to be so much fun to watch him play next season in the Charlotte Hornets. They might not win a bunch of games, but yeah, very exciting. So then we're going to kick it to number 40. Number 40 is a consummate professional. A phenomenal world-class defender. uh, NBA champion. Kicker of balls. Draymond Green. Draymond Green's stat line is probably one of the worst stat lines in the NBA that you're going to see at the top 50. Seven points per game, seven rebounds, nine assists. Field goal percentage is 27%. But he's a demigod at defense. Like switchability, the ability to communicate, defensive IQ. He's a renaissance man on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, 
So yeah, he is just so amazing. And it just really makes me think that he's worked on his game, worked on his body, and his assists and the way he plays within that Golden State Warriors offense is beautiful for the way they play. So he's an extremely important person. We all know what he does for winning. And, uh, yeah, he's very deserving of being number 40. So then we're going to kick it to number 39. Now, this guy snuck in here after having a really great season last year statistically. Uh, Fred Van Fleet. So, this guy is Wichita State production. Scoring basically 24 and 6. Really efficient numbers. Shows great shot creation ability. Really understands the how to play basketball. And next year, he's basically going to have the ball most of the time in his hands. Like, he is the main perimeter shot creator on that team. So, I wouldn't be surprised if he really puts up really great stats. So, yeah, Fred Van Fleet, uh, definitely deserving of number 39. And then we're going to kick it to 38 here. Number 38 is an extremely special shooting guard, a special shot creator. He moved to a new team last this year, DeMar DeRozan. So this guy's a consummate professional. He just moved to the Chicago Bulls this year in free agency. Uh, 21, 4, and 7. Yeah, I just said 7 assists. Uh, shoots 25% from the three-point line, 88% from the free-throw line. Basically, his passing is very underrated. It's not a development most people notice because he plays for the Spurs, but he's an extremely smart player with the ball in his hands. Uh, Great scorer, mid-range mastermind, understands angles, footwork, all those types of things, so he is an extremely special player that is going to be very important for and going to be a really good winning team next year for the Chicago Bulls. So very excited to see that team and DeMar DeRozan. Uh, very deserving here at 36. All right. Oh, that is not right. He is there. Okay. So then at 37, we have D'Lo. D'Angelo Russell did not play last year, uh, but he's a really great three-point shooter, really understands how to make good passes and play well with others. And yes, really good shot creation ability. We all remember his time at Brooklyn where it seemed like he was an all-star and really special and led his team to the playoffs. So yeah, D'Lo's impact is going to be great. It's going to be fun to see him come back from injury, see what kind of player, what kind of shape he's in. So, yeah. And then we're going to kick it to 36 here. 36 is Pascal Siakam. Now, a lot of people were really high on him uh, last year, expecting a jump, but he kind of flatlined. Uh, averaging 21.4 points a game. 
seven rebounds, five assists. Not quite what we were expecting. On a bad team like that, we were really expecting him to become 24, 25-ish points per game. But we didn't really see the jump we were hoping to see. But, you know, he's a great defender. He can score, put pressure on the rim, all those types of things. So he's he's a solid guy. He re- I think he needs to become more of a consistent shooter to maybe reach his potential. Uh, had a terrible shooting season last year, shooting 30% from three-point line. So, yeah, that point, that part of his game grows, and then he might grow into what we hoped he would be. But he's deserving here at 36. So then we got 35, DeMontis Sabonis. DeMontis Sabonis is one of my personal favorites. I love the way he plays. He really reminds me of the 90s. Uh, he, he's doesn't, there's some people that when they post up, they'll not fully use their body and their force to dominate. And he never lets anybody off the hook. If he has any advantage ever, he exposes it, which I love a guy who plays that way. He maximizes his strength, which is partially his strength, uh, stronger body, Six foot eleven, good post field, post moves, mid range, twelve rebounds, six point seven assists, which is ridiculous. Thirty two percent from the three point line. This guy is a very under the radar great player. Uh, love the way he plays. So yeah, very excited for him. He's twenty five. I think he becomes a better three point shooter. He might push all star. Uh, they get maybe Miles Turner out of there. And then he could probably become an all-star too, and they could probably become more efficient. But yeah, Demontis Sabonis, you know, great job as a player. Love to see it. Next, we got another center. We got a real run of centers here. Thirty-four. We got Bam. Now Bam is a controversial player for the way people view him. I personally view him as a guy with all-star upside. He uh, needs to be more consistent shooting to unlock his potential. Uh, 25% three-point line. When I said shooting, I meant mid-range. His three-point line is far away from his development. But 18.7 points, nine rebounds, five assists. We all know he's a great point center. They use him very well in Miami in that role. And also a demigod defensively. He's ridiculous. He's switchable. He's he's, he's, he's he's special. He's really special. He makes that defense hum down there in Miami. So, yeah. Uh, love to see the way he plays. Bam out of a special defender. So, yeah, he's very deserving here at uh, 34. Then we got to kick it to the next center. We might as well just call this the center podcast. At 33... We have a favorite of Jason because I love all Chicago Bulls now. Nikola Vucevic. This guy is a really solid player. 23 points, 11.7 rebounds, four assists, and shooting 40% from the three-point line. That's ridiculous. He's just extremely efficient. Six foot eleven center plays in the post mid range, spaces out for three, makes good passes. 
pick and pop, pick and roll. Like he's just he has he's a multifaceted guy. Can he play much defense? Not really. He's not a great defender. Uh, but yeah, so Nikola Vucevic is a really great offensive player. Really understands things. Uh, so yeah, we love to see the way he's playing, and excited to see what next year has to bring for the European great shooter. So next we have real fan favorite of our podcast. Number 32, Andrew Wiggins. Now Andrew Wiggins for the number one pick, lot of expectations. I feel like since people expected him to become the next Kobe, he might be quote unquote underperforming. Scoring 18.6 points per game, 4.9 rebounds, 2.4 assists. Shot really good from the three-point line, 38%. And also was a very good defender last year. Very impressive defensively. Good ISO shot creation ability. Showed flashes of real development in the confidence area. And he's, he's really... I love the way he has grown and seems to fit in Golden State. Uh so yeah, he can get a bucket at any point in time and he's he's special. So he also did pretty good in the play in game and the uh so that thing and yeah, love to see the way Andrew Wiggins has been playing. Hopefully it can continue the way he's been playing and he's very deserving of our ranking here and I wouldn't be surprised as that team grows in popularity this year from winning his name grows. So yeah, number 31, we have Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Butler is an extremely well-rounded player. Phenomenal defender, great point forward, 7.1 assists per game, 21.5 points, 7 rebounds, really good bucket getter, ISO guy. His 3 percentage is what's killing him for being higher on this list. It's 24%. It's hard to be considered top 30 when you're a scorer and shoot that part from the three-point line. So, yeah, Jimmy Butler is a little lower because of that. Hopefully he can bounce back from the three-point line next year and become more of a consistent threat. So, yeah. So we have a similar player to him in sort of a way here at 30 which is Chris Middleton. Now, Chris Middleton is an NBA champion. The second guy on that team had really big moments of being extremely good. Chris, our Chris, Christopher Muhammad, has called him the most consistently inconsistent player of all time, which is pretty pretty well named and labeled. Uh, Average 20 points per game, six rebounds, five assists, Shot 41% three-point line, uh, 47% from the field goal percentage. Step to get up in the playoffs. Um, And, you know, this guy is a good, great mid-range shot creator. Uh, Not an amazing passer, but that's not really his role with Giannis. Mm, And he's a really good three-point shooter off ball, so he's not some sort of liability. And he just had a great run in the playoffs. 
So due to that, he's he's going to be really highly rated here. We all really view him as an inconsistent player, but we love to see the way he's playing, uh, especially in the playoffs when it matters most. He averaged 24 points in the NBA Finals per game. So it's hard to really, you know, throw shade around when he's performing like that in the biggest moments. So yeah, he's he's earned 30. And then at number 29, uh person went to the NBA Finals, really improved his team, the key cogs on that team, Chris Paul. Now, there's going to come a point in time where the the cliff falls off. He's 36. Uh Already showing slow signs of declining scoring-wise. 16.4 points per game, 4 rebounds, 9 assists, 40% from the 3-point line. Like, he's an extremely efficient player, pick-and-roll, nightmare. He gets to his spots in the mid-range, and you can't be stopped if you just let him shoot from those spots. So, yeah, his his offensive punch scoring-wise is not as great as it used to be, but he's a really great creator for others so his ability his stats won't ever really match his value so yeah still a good defender surprisingly so chris paul's deserving as where he's at right now he's definitely very well known for the benefits that he brings to the nba basketball court so then we got 28 getting closer to 25 is cj mccollum this guy is a really great two and the offense, 23 points per game, four rebounds, 4.7 assists, shoots 4% from the three-point line. This guy's basically as good as he could ever possibly be. So special for a six-foot-three guy to be as good as he is with as little athleticism as he has. He's a great mid-range shooter, extremely clutch. Uh, yeah, so we love to see where he's at as a player. Definitely should be proud of the NBA career and path he's carved out. He's going to be 31 next year. No, by, by 30 next year. So we already know what he is. This is basically his peak. Uh, so, yeah. Love to see C.J. McCollum here. And then we have number 27. A guy who made the All-Star game. Uh, definitely a player that will hopefully improve next year because he's still on the younger side of things. Jalen Brown. 24.7 points per game, 6 rebounds, 3.4 assists, shot 40% from the 3-point line. I feel like everybody shot 40% from the 3-point line. Like it's ridiculous. Shooters are everywhere now. Uh, this guy is a good shot creator, creator off the dribble, number 2 on the team, Boston Celtics, really tries to get his own shot, and, you know, special athletically. So Jalen Brown is really great. Love to see the way he's growing. He's only going to be 25 next year, so happy to see his progress. Uh, so, yeah, Jalen Brown, very excited to see what he becomes. He's on the outside looking in at, 20, at 25, but it's great to see. And then at 26, on the literal outside looking in for number 26 is Julius Randle. What a phenomenal season he had last year, 24, 10, and 6. Shot for over 40% from the three-point line. This guy really grew, blew up as a player. Like He's a great shot creator. 
He's a great mid-range shooter. He's a consummate professional. Uh, shoots well from the three-point line. So I love the way he plays. I love his details. I love just his space-creasing abilities, footwork. So you know he has to be putting in a lot of work in to be what he is currently. So yeah, congratulations to Julius Randle here at 26. So this is going to be the end of part one. So you guys can check out part two the day after this drops. It's going to be on YouTube, Instagram. We can find us at YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you download podcasts. And then tune in next time to listen to part one. I mean, part two. We go through 25 through one. So excited to do that. Finally get that out for you guys. So, yeah. Everybody have a great day. Thank you for checking in. Well, and we are the basketball addicts. Peace out.